0: What's up everybody, it's Jeffrey Lyles, welcoming you to Lyles Movie Files. Joining me, as always, is little brother Jace, Bro Shot, We are perfectly DC simpatico, I'm rocking Flash, you're rocking the Symbol of Hope, which with DC live action is not something that you should be, be specializing in. How you feeling? Well,
1: I feel good, but if it was watching DC fan, uh, films, I have no hope. Man, I would, so. this, I would actually, I would actually have it in like Bizarro shirt, it's or you could no have
0: hope. like a bleeding hope shirt. So like the Doomsday joint, where it's just like a bleeding s. Yeah, there is no hope. Nah. And there is oh. no hope if you're a fan of the ashes that were the Arrowverse, which has now been. Reappropriated the CW verse Because man The CW is like You get cancelled You're getting cancelled And you're getting cancelled too Oh you got some superheroes in there Let's cancel you So let's break it down here After seven long seasons And I really have to say Defying the odds From where that show started DC's Legends of Tomorrow Is finally no more Now this was Three, four seasons too late from a certain from a certain point of view. Cause like I said, I have binged seasons. Probably the last one was season six. And, you know, just taking it as it is, it's a funny show. But the problem really, really highlighted <laughs> by Legends of Tomorrow. It's not about superheroes. And I don't know where they went off track with this show, but originally it was Just random characters from the Arrowverse, basically in a very loose, time-displaced Justice League thing, fighting and righting the wrongs throughout time. And then it was just like, let's not have any superheroes on the show at all. And for a time that was okay. Let's save all the superhero action for the season finale. But then they just were like, you know, we don't need superheroes. Like they started introducing characters who had abilities that weren't canon to DC, and I was like, "What are you guys doing? There's five billion. There's 52 universes in DC, and you guys are coming up with characters just to throw on this show."
1: But you, I mean, you can almost think a show like that needs, if you're trying to go, I think, somewhat level of cheap, not having superhero effects. We can just use season one time travel loop, you know, Homer Simpsoning style in this thing, and add somebody you don't know that much about, so you can have a werewolf that turns randomly into a werewolf, and, you know, you can create your own characters and, and, and go as cheap as you want to. But they really went, I think it was like, the whatever the point when they stopped doing the crossovers with the bigger Arrowverse, that was the point when they were like okay it's a funny show but if this day comes when they're getting rid of superhero shows we're the first one on the chopping block because we got a big cast and we're not kind of respected as part of they're not gonna probably jump on the sword to save us they're gonna save Flash they're gonna go with you know Supergirl possibly before they say hey you know what we really wanna keep this legend around I, was, I mean, adding in, in this thing, like when they decided they wanted to add Booster Goal as a Hail Mary to get to a next as season eight was like, y'all probably needed to add Booster Goal three seasons ago to get you to season eight. is him as a character before DC decides, oh, now you guys use Booster Goal. Oh, we were going to use him for, for ATRIO Max series so he can't be
0: They're <laughs> like, whoa, 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 no take backsies. What? <laughs> what are you doing? They're, they're the worst. I really think, you know, right at the pandemic, right when it started, we had the news that with the new Batwoman, we're gonna have a crossover with Ryan and Superman and Lois. And I feel like COVID really killed off the rest of the Arrowverse. Because you've gotta think that with the boost of a team up crossover with Superman and Lois batwoman probably would have fared a little bit better because superman and lois is the top tier cw superhero show these days and batwoman could have used the help much like a struggling comic book gets a boost from batman harley quinn spider-man whatever showing up it would have helped and i felt that 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 really hurt not being involved in a larger scale crossover, and I know Batwoman showed up for a moment in Armageddon, but we'll talk about that in a second because I I want to talk about Flash later. But I just feel like there was some missed opportunities, and I think not being able to come together, not doing a crossover, really hurt.
1: Yeah, you know, like Batwoman definitely, because they had actually built up the storyline initially that actually was dealing with kryptonite
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: it was like they you could tell they were going to like oh we we got this thing oh COVID we're not doing a crossover it's like oh okay I guess we're going to have to make uh, Alice and uh, her sister figure this out and not even deal with you know calling Clark Kent or any of the flash people who might have dealt with some kryptonite we can't even use these guys we got our own contained set, and that's that hurt. Mm-hmm. And not being able to say, "Hey, Ryan Wilder, hey, what happened to Kate?" Uh, well, I'm the new avatar of hope because <laughs> Kate didn't have any hope because she she decided she was good. Um,
0: Kate started yeah. working for the CW, so she lost all hope.
1: <laughs> it's like that, and I know we're not talking about that one yet, but it's like that girl was a better show. That woman. Batwoman was like Batwoman was a better a much better show in season 3. I I mean I like um I you're pro- I don't know if you're going to get the Blu-ray from Warner Brothers, but I think you will like the characters they develop in this show. It it was like I, I know I would shouldn't you like, "Oh, here's this character. Oh, they, here's what they're doing." And I'm like, "This show is not bad." And it's like it just probably needed it on it, unfortunately it got really saddled with the bad legacy of season one because I didn't watch season one. I, mean, I make no, I made. I watched the crossover one. I watched the first episode. I'm like, this isn't my, this ain't my jam. Uh, I know mean, I probably watched three episodes. I'm like, this isn't my jam. I'll, I'll, I'll catch you at the crossover. I think and Bat
0: then, Batwoman's problem was it just felt too much like all the shows that had come before it, and Supergirl had done. I want say it was so groundbreaking, but they'd handled a. LGBT, LGBT storyline, and and I know I talk trash about Supergirl, but I just very brief aside. I read comic books, review them as all as you know, and so often when they have a character, oh, let's make him bisexual. Let's introduce this new gay character, or oh, yeah, she's a lesbian. They go through this whole deal where the character is really worried, anxious about telling their family and friends, and every every like zero there's no conflict there's everybody's like oh this is so great it's it's amazing it's awesome supergirl really did something which i felt was really interesting at the time and i feel like even you know in hindsight i'm like wow supergirl actually approaches the right way when alex was like you know i'm starting to i think i may be feeling women now and Kara was like whoa what, what are you doing like and it didn't last but an episode but it was they actually showed a sense of like Kara feeling sort of betrayed like i don't even know you anymore and even though it was one episode i thought that was useful in showing how it's not something you know the coming out is not always something that's embraced by everybody like 100 percent success rate so When they did that with Alex, they did her whole storyline where I think I'm feeling Maggie. Yeah, I am feeling Maggie. It left Batwoman, which I think they were hoping to be like, hey, we're breaking new ground, having a lesbian superhero. It's like, you guys are kind of late. And what a CW show would do in this case wasn't anything more complex than what Supergirl did on a much better much stronger level because they approached it with layers and Batwoman was just yeah she's hooking up with chicks
1: yeah and even like the episode where Alex and Maggie were introduced trying to be introduced to uh Maggie's father Maggie's father actually had issue it's like it, it was not I'm I don't I mean it was it was one of those it was a layer like hey I wanted grandkids and then him him coming off kind of like a jerk and it was like yeah, I'm sure people like, you know, folks have to deal with that more than it's rainbow and sunshine. And I think that was a much better portrayal. than then it's like Batwoman comes in and it's like, it's a whole rainbow world. I mean, I mean, now, I mean, it's like, you know, every, everything's all good. And it was like, that's probably not how it is for a lot of folks. And that's like, to act like that is, you know, does them a dis- disservice. And you guys are behind the I mean, it's like, we did this in, in uh, Supergirl. So and I think Supergirl is, happened, with, with
0: the Alex storyline had been like two seasons in. And I felt like Batwoman was just like, hey, the hook of our show is she's a lesbian superhero. I was like, great. That's that's whatever, but tell a good story. And I still felt like Ruby Rose was not, in, and this is not bashing her after the, in, after the fact, because I felt that Ruby Rose wasn't a great actress in the first place. And still think her best role is in john wick chapter two and she didn't say work I mean, did you watch orange is the new black no okay I,
1: I i didn't either but i i think it was one of those they probably should have they got i don't want to say they probably got snookered into oh she's the it girl instead of actually doing the work like all right she's gonna be the lead of this is she ready to do it like i mean because I, I always laugh at um just watching, uh, I'm, I'm watching Smallville, and they were like, hey, at one point, Alan Richards Richards was about to get the lead for Aquaman, a pilot. But they're like, no, he's a new actor. We can get Justin Hartley, who's just coming off Passions, to do it. And even though it messes up Smallville, we're going to go with the dude who's a proven actor, who could probably lead, who's done TV for years, and could probably run this whole Air Aquaman. And they did not do that right vetting for Ruby Rose, and it was like because even like uh, Javaka Leslie, she did two seasons of uh, the show on CBS. It was actually number, it wasn't numbers, but it was actually a good show. Uh, I liked. I was I was mad they actually canceled it.
0: No, oh, the um, CBS cancel the show. Was that the one uh, about the guy hearing med- messages from God? Was that that show?
1: N- no, that was it. Was he would get like uh, people's friends? It was like friend suggestions. And how to help them, you know, improve their life, or some some life altering thing was about to happen, and he would help them navigate. And it was it was it was like it was, like, it was a feel good show. It was like okay, this is you know on a Friday night or something like that, Thursday night, like okay, yeah. oh the world doesn't suck, cool.
0: But I feel like had they just not had Ruby Rose, because I feel they really wanted to make her the showcase centerpiece star going forward, and I think they really shot all their toes including the pinky toe off because they put her in elseworlds they put her in crisis as a main major player without ever really establishing her to any extent and it was just like what are y'all doing and, and it blew up and it was like okay let's save face and i knew the ratings for rose's season of batwoman weren't great but i knew they had to keep ryan or you know Leslie Sh- season going beyond one just because they didn't want to make it look bad to cancel the show after they put a black lead on there. But I just felt like there was a little bit more online buzz. and Maybe that's just from checking out the Twitter scroll and seeing Batwoman trending more often in seasons two and three than it did season one. But I felt like that was a show maybe earlier they would have let hang around for a bit longer. I mean, I think... I know this is kind of
1: weird to do, but it's almost like a scenario where they would have been better. Like, okay, we need to kind of... Ra- like, as much as we tried to do to raise Ruby, Ruby Ruby Rose's profile, we need to kind of maybe do that for Bat- the new Ryan Wilder, uh, Javica Leslie. Like, if that means taking Batwoman off the air for a season, kind of running some team-ups or something, Maybe that's the way to do it. And some of these other characters, like Alice, like yeah, we don't really need Alice for a whole season. Like, or maybe even just do it like during a summertime um, show where it wasn't with all the other CW shows. It was like, okay, here's another CW running the same formula. Yeah. Oh, here's the love triangle yeah. season one. Yeah. Oh wow, that's it was yeah. very played out, and it's like. You are again. I mean, sadly, it's like you're the Johnny Come Lately, and we put you in here like you're front center, and then our lead actress goes and says our whole show's horrible. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, yeah, but it was it was a job like that. It was like they didn't have anything new to add to the formula that we hadn't seen countless times on the rest of the Arrowverse at that point, and it was just kind of okay. You're offering nothing new, and. And then we moved on, and it was like, all right, we got Batwoman, Black Lightning's gone, Supergirl's gone. So it should have been a clean slate for new shows. So then they introduced Naomi. I watched one episode of Naomi, and I was like, yeah, this is a CW show, and I'll keep it on the DVR, and I'll watch it later. But then I had like eight episodes on there, and it's like, I'm not going to watch these. So I just deleted it. And then CW decided we're gonna delete it, delete it too. I was like, okay, we're deleting, gotcha. So, but I felt that Naomi was a terrible idea from the start. And it wasn't because I don't wanna see a black superhero on the CW. It was because Naomi's a terrible character because Brian Michael Bendis, who any opportunity I can take to bash, I will. This guy, he's just so bad at writing comic books, and he is considered an elite-level superstar in comic books. He's done great things, but he is, he's been a guy coasting on his laurels forever. He writes everything like a sitcom. He has Batman saying please and thank you, which is, just reads totally wrong. Yeah. I'm These words Have you ever read a I me? Mean, I got like a, a thing It's like
1: every time It's like he said thank you In a comic book they're like, I know that I was Clayface Because he didn't
0: right. say Yeah he's just totally Out of he's character for him now And it's
1: just <laughs> There's no it's, scenario It's like even if I think if I read like A Justice League with that I'm like This doesn't matter This is crap
0: Like Batman isn't that nice It's like He's in the shadow mood He ain't playing cool Everything Brian Michael Bendis Has written in DC Is a frisbee um, but his, his deal with Naomi, so he co-created her with David F. Walker and there was a six issue limited series and it's basically to introduce a new character to the universe and she's a blank slate and it was kind of weird to just start a new character and then go, all right, well, that's it. Six issues were done for now. So then he moved her over to the book he was writing by himself Young Justice. And Young Justice has been a book that DC fans have been clamoring for to come back because it was a book that was not continued when it went to the New 52 and didn't really get going when Rebirth started. So Bendis was like, Young Justice, and people were like, oh, Young Justice, oh, shoot, Bendis is writing it. So Bendis, he's, he's such a bad writer. So he decided... Having a book with Superboy, Robin, Impulse, Wonder Girl needed new characters. So he introduced Jenny Hex, who was somehow a descendant of Jonah Hex. Never really get into explanations of of how that happens or whatever, but we just go along with it. Then he introduced the Teen Lantern, who was like a Green Lantern, but was able to use some power from a ring that she stole or something. He didn't care about he didn't care about backstory, so why should we? And then he put in Amethyst, amistus amist Am- whatever. Okay, the gym world princess. So those are the new additions to the team. And that's eight six char- seven characters. You figure that's enough. Venice is like, no, we need more. So he introduces he brings in the Wonder Twins. And he brings in more characters. And he brings in spoiler. And he brings in Naomi. There's not enough room for all these characters, especially since he decides, you know what, Robin's a stupid name for this guy. Let's have everybody call him Drake. The I'm not I can't even say that was the dumbest thing he did, but it was pretty high on the list of things that he did that was stupid. I, maybe I should make a separate list of all the stupid things that Brian Michael Bendis did in Superman, and then all the other stupid things he did in the rest of DC Universe, because I feel like it's a pretty neck and neck list. And maybe like
1: Naomi, it's like. All right. If you, I, I don't know if they were trying to use her as a kind of DC's version of America Chavez, like she's a blank state could be super powerful. Uh,
0: <laughs> can't I can't talk much I about know. America Chavez, but so with Naomi, BMB decided I can't devote time in this team book of like twenty characters to do anything else to expand on this character who I co-created and brought into this book. So I'm going to reduce her to a catchphrase. I'm new. I'm new at this. I'm still new. I'm new. Every issue. Naomi may not have any other lines, but she's going to say some version of I'm new at this. I just started this a week ago. I'm new. That may be all she says in an issue. And everybody acts like Naomi's got these amazing powers and and she has no weakness and she's just super strong and super great at everything. And I was like, this seems like a total waste of Naomi. And then, then went on to Justice League. <sighs> and he brought Naomi over with him. And, cool, okay, maybe we're going to get some expansion of Naomi's powers, abilities, etc. here. Same deal. She's amazingly powerful. Nobody knows her limits because she's awesome. And her standard line, I'm new here. I'm new at this. I'm new. I felt like, he thought it was hilarious and everyone else who was going to read it would think, would think it was hilarious too but it was terrible so this was the foundation of naomi the comic book character and you know we already knew that the cw can't be trusted with history of characters who've had 40 50 60 years of continuity i mean they have just tons to use and they're like eh scrap it i mean shoot mr terrific Ragman. I mean, there's so many characters who they just like. Eh. I mean, they turned Firestorm to Johnny Storm, Captain Cold, Heat Wave. I mean, they just did random stuff, and it's like, what are you doing? But there's never been that definitively great Naomi story. If you were to go, hey Jeff, what's a great Flash story, Batman story, Green Lantern, Superman, Wonder Woman, etc., I could rattle off several options there's no great moment for Naomi she's she hasn't even had a good moment where it's like oh man Naomi is really cool she's a great character I can't wait till a better writer comes along and and really takes advantage of her potential that's never happened and this was worse you know how people were complaining how Game of Thrones had gone past where Martin was with writing the books and it was like well okay this is what he said he'd do but maybe he'll change it there's I mean there's just nothing with Naomi And Bendis was like, "Shoot, they're they're doing a show. I need to come up with a second season of Naomi." So, with that as the foundation of her as a as a comic book TV character, I was like, "They can't do anything." And and in all of the promos, all of the pictures I saw, Naomi looked like a regular person. Why bother doing a superhero show if you're going to have her dressed the same way as Nancy Drew or as the Charm Girls? It didn't make any sense. Put comic book characters in costumes. This is what differentiates your comic book TV shows from everything else. If you're just going to keep them, you know, looking like Clark Kent and Smallville, then you're wasting everyone's time. And that's why I was like, I don't need to watch Naomi. Disney Plus is putting out Moon Knight, who looks like Moon Knight i mean it's not a, a basic outfit but they put some work into his costume when he showed up as moon knight i mean he wasn't the whole time every every episode and that's six episodes but when he'd show up he did look like moon knight i mean they had footage of moon knight in costume nothing with naomi and naomi has a pretty decent looking costume so i knew that was dead in the water um Batwoman so I was just like Yo this is a season after the season Where they really wanted to cancel it After Ruby Rose left So alright This is a given Legends of Tomorrow has been hanging by a thread Since forever So that leaves us at this point With three shows Superman and Lois The so Flash And Stargirl Which was also renewed for season 3 But now dear brother Gotham Knights did get approved and Greenlit for a series And this is terrible. They showed the first poster of Gotham Knights. And oh man, it looks terrible. It looks exactly like you would expect a show like this to look like where all right, I'm gonna read the synopsis. Bruce Wayne is murdered. His adopted son forges an alliance with the children of Batman's enemies. The city becomes more dangerous. However, mismatched fugitives will soon become its next generations of saviors, known as the Gotham Knights. Now, that's not great. That is the opposite of something encouraging. But let me show you this poster, because I feel like you really need to see this. While I will pop this up so everyone can see the full look, I'm going to let you see it right now. No, that's charmed. That's anything on the CW. It's like, why are that's you guys the, That's the
1: original slash charm people who got lost their jobs and now they're getting shifted over there? But it's like, I mean, I think I would have been, if I was like um, the folks from Batwoman, once I saw that show was getting pitched, I would have known, like, uh, its chances are we're getting canceled. Like, I don't think we have a chance because, like, that show directly contradicts our show and yeah. if they're pitching it they're losing faith in us i would have been like uh i would have been taking my meetings like halfway through the shoot like hey you're on you're on set no no man i, I got the zoom call interview you know i'm <laughs> i mean i'd have been like joe joe west uh in flash like yeah i'm on that nbc pilot because i know where this is going like
0: eh. dude nah, but i i, I don't know man nbc pilots i mean is that really anything to count on because geez hey
1: that's that's hey i'm a dramatic actor i should find work.
0: <laughs> she needs, just there needs was to get a up, side up. Flash, you know? yeah i got
1: no chance but i
0: yeah. yeah you're right but this is another thing why have we had like 40 batman gotham shows that figure out how they can manage to not have batman in it I'll give Gotham a pass because they intentionally said it before Bruce Wayne became Batman. But why is it they just keep making these shows without having a Batman?
1: But, I mean, let me say this. Gotham initially said, hey, here's what we're doing. But then they figured out real quick that wasn't going to really fly. And we had to figure out how to get from not having Batman as Batman to having a pretty fleshed out universe for Batman to eventually arrive in, even if it's on the last episode on the series for now. We are going to find everything that will get you to the point where Batman's roads are right here ready for him. So if if we got a pickup and could run from this universe to a Batman show, everybody would be fine. I don't think anybody who watched Gotham would have complained that Batman was fighting uh Jeremiah. Like, nope, not a problem. Either. Sign me to heck <laughs> up. Um But all these other ones it's like like I mean Pennyworth, come on, you didn't have a chance. Um <laughs> It's still going on. Yeah, I'm not even going down the list, it's just like, guys, Batman, you need Batman. It's like if so if you're gonna do Gotham Knights based on the video game, oh, are it's, you gonna it's have It's not, which
0: is so weird because they won't have an Aquaman just in the cartoon because it's confusing to people but we're gonna have a video game and a TV show they have no connections outside of Batman being dead
1: <laughs> but the, and the funny thing is I, I read I, I don't know if it was on Variety or Hollywood Report but they were basically like DC Warner Brothers is basically trying to create their Kevin Feige because they're like this is stupid like our our idea of media is just completely stupid it's and- Nobody can follow it, and we have a dedicated fan base that wants to get behind us, but we're just crapping in their face half the time, not Amber Heard style. But it's getting ridiculous, and it's like, we we can make money if we just come up with a cohesive vision, and it's like, that's one of those Gotham Nights. Oh, is it going to be based on a video game? No, we're, we're just going to do our own thing. Then why is it called Gotham Nights? well we just like the topic
0: title they're just so, so confusing it. they're so confusing and it it's the thing that and by the way i will happily take that position i have i have an affinity for wearing hats no problem but the deal is this if you let everybody scramble around like rats in the kitchen going and taking a piece of whatever's there you're never going to have a cohesive universe. You have Titans with a 70 year old Batman running around, and you just do all this random stuff that doesn't make any sense. You see Marvel continuing to go, nope, this doesn't count anymore. It's not part of the MCU bubble. They shut stuff down, and they may incorporate it later and be like, hey, for all you fans of this back in the day, here's a little wink and a nod, pat on the butt in, in a very consensual manner, and run along, Our universe is this thing. And if you want a multiverse that says what you watch, what you enjoy, still matters, there you go. But what really matters going forward is our MCU bubble. Everything counts in DC. In in their movies, TV. And they focus so much, just like the comic books on Batman. It's like, dude, you have a million properties that would be great for TV shows. It would be great for movies. You don't have to base everything around Batman. And... Batman is the easiest And then somehow They still go Well can we make it A little bit more realistic And not have Anybody wearing costumes And Can we have Nobody with abilities Thank you
1: Like I mean I honestly Could you not make us Like A series Based on the question Like I could I could pitch a show On the question Like dude's got a mask He's kind of Figured out a big conspiracy You guys come up with Whatever conspiracy you want I will give you 15 episodes of the question trying to dig in to figure out this mystery basically just like justice league unlimited that was his it's like that questions arc and that was i'm trying to figure out this like i don't need batman for that like nope. i I can keep the budget tight <laughs> you just give me a couple name people montoya renee montoya let and let me roll i can yeah. do
0: this you could do it with montoya being the the partner slash sidekick character, and it would make perfect sense because you could have Vic Sage running around using his gas to create his question mask. Montoya's his in you know his source with the police. It doesn't. It's not complicated, and I think that's the problem. They go out of their way to try to figure out how can we strip down everything comic booky about these comic book properties, and it's like why are you doing that? Don't bother doing like,
1: this. It's like Marvel showed you. You don't need to strip down the comic book to be respected and make money. DC doesn't want to learn either one of those lessons. It's just like, but yeah, hey, we're, we're putting out more superhero stuff that won't have any super- superheroes in it. It's like, yeah. Why would oh, I, why buff phone go you. Yeah, it's like, I watch, I, watch, I watch CBS if I were to see crime drama without any action. You
0: know? Actually, CBS shows oh. have more action. So that's that. And just in case you were hopeful about anything else, No, there's no Wonder Twins streaming movie coming to HBO Max. They've decided to shelve that. And, you know, that's one of those things they probably should have never let come out. Like, that never needed to get leaked that, hey, we're considering a Wonder Twins movie. That seemed like a bad idea because you just know they weren't going to really commit to it. And I think if they were to do it, it should have just been an animated thing. I think that could have worked. But they were trying to make a, a live action deal... And the budget was apparently going to be seventy-five million dollars. I just, it, it's just, it was a bad idea.
1: I don't, I don't know what TV budgets are going for these days, but it's like Wonder Twins are, even from when we were kids, they're a complicated bunch of characters to animate. It's like again, like I said, I was watching Smallville, and they had one episode of the Wonder Twins. It was like, uh, we got to make him a tiger. We got to make him water mist. Uh, we got to make Jan a bug. Nah, this is going to get expensive. Like, and we have to... They are... I mean, what they were as kids is like... They're comedy. So it's like, do you want comedy? And probably over-budget special effects. And trying to make a storyline that at the end wraps up. Where they got to be the heroes. And, you know, the only heroes that can be relied on. It's complicated. This just should be like... Somebody should have just vetoed. Like, hey, it's complicated. It's not budget-friendly. And we have... I'm sorry, do we care about the rest of the DC universe That we have all these movies Has anyone talked about Man of Steel 2? Whoa, get him out of here
0: like, You're fired Yeah, I'm so confused Because I, I watched Zack Snyder's Justice League Finished watching that And this time when I was near the end I was just getting frustrated Because it's like You have something that some, some percentage of your fan base Actually wants to see more I understand because you let everybody else do anything else within the confines of this DC wide open bubble. Why it has to be this thing of no, we can't do any more of this. This is the hard line. We're not going to continue, and it's just stupid because I feel like that's something you, even if it's just fifty percent of your of the available audience is into this, tap into something because you're just confusing your audience at this point with what matters I mean- and what doesn't.
1: To be honest, I just... I just I, Please I be honest, laughing. don't lie to me. I, I was just like, why don't you, instead of whatever the critics said about your original movies, have the same critics or a select group of those same critics review the full movie, not your decided edits of the movie, and let them review it. And then those critics probably would have given Batman vs. Superman a 2.5. Jump in their reviews, two point view jumps in their reviews at least would have probably got you an extra, let's say, 200 million dollars in your movies if you guys had just released the full cuts. And oh, they're longer, but it's like, yeah, but you're making up for that in terms of money and the word of mouth. And you would have had you would be on your next thing. I mean, you could have, but you let Matt Reeves come up with a three-hour-long Batman where that third hour should have been completely trashed. <laughs> but yeah, you're willing to, because you didn't decide to finally, for once you guys were okay letting the, guy, the director go and do whatever the hell he wanted to. And now you're getting critical and you're making money. It's like, wow, so maybe we could just do the exact same universe and just get out of the way. Because... We can do that. We can also do a Joker, which not going to confuse anybody at all because you're going to have the Batman and then you're going to have a Joker and then you're going to have two Jokers running around and people are going to be like, why the hell are there two Jokers? And then you're going to be like, well, I don't understand why these people don't get it.
0: Well, it could be more confusing well, if they have We need to get rid of the
1: Constantine because he's being played by somebody we're going to do an APO series about. So he's got to go
0: yeah, and the Constantine on that show is going to be a person of color, so that's really going to be confusing they have no idea what they're doing, and this is this goes on from the TVs, the movies, to the comic books, there's no central person in charge of anything and they are great comic books at DC, I tell every week Nightwing The Flash um, World's Finest, Batman and Superman Superman Son of Kal-El Ashton Comics They're great comics at DC But so many of them are bad Task Force Z is another one that's really great Worth reading But there's so many like hey let's focus on Batman Let's do Batman And there's so much more than Batman And they just can't get it right Like the Death of the Justice League Was the fourth highest selling Book that month And that should have been the number one because it killed off the Justice League. But no one cares because Batman, who was killed in that storyline, is running around in twelve more books in the next three weeks. Like they can't even do that stuff. And it's like, gosh, it's so frustrating. But I'm like, they're consistent across the board, and I just wish they would focus on the things that were great. Why don't we have a Nightwing movie? Why don't we have? A Teen Titans property That's Teen Titans Where it's fun Where they're learning the ropes And they're confused Because they're not as good As their mentors They don't feel They're still in the shadows But they're not little kids anymore So they're striking out on their own I don't understand How that's hard to relate to You have teenagers That that magical group That's always waiting To spend millions of dollars On your movies and TV The one that you can't ever, ever get
1: The people here Loves teenage books like, I mean it's young, it's like, it's like almost, it's Dawson's Creek, it's uh, Charmed, it's Riverdale. You just put them in costumes. I, I don't see how yeah it's hard. It's like, and all you have a big bad at the end, you know, one quick fight. Like, I don't, I mean, because the teenagers are going to screw up, so you don't have to make it perfect. Like, I, like, hey, I got Damn. a
0: call from Bruce, he, he thinks we're horrible, Let's screw him, we're going to keep going. It's like. there are a million great stories of these characters Mar Wolfman and George Perez created this amazing universe in Teen Titans and that at least gets you movies tv shows if you want to go that route all you have to do I mean DC has had some great writers use their stuff then you don't have to reinvent the wheel you don't have to make it fresh for different audiences the reason why Marvel Studios has been so successful Kevin Feige's screenwriters take the comic books as the framework of their movies and you saw it right away with the first Iron Man and you saw it with other movies and you see it I mean in some cases they do better than the actual comic book like Civil War much better than the comic book series which was a nightmare um Ragnarok they do things where it's like yep here you can see the influences of the comic in these movies and you can go well hey man they did they did that with Christopher Nolan he did Dark Knight Returns he did Dark Knight Rises he did Nightfall he did No Man's Land it's like they double up they put two two comic book stories in one movie and it's like just do one pick one just just one no i wouldn't do two and not do it as well as one could be they're a mess and yeah i can't i can't anymore with dc right now let's talk about something that made me feel good so daredevil is uh looking like it's gonna get a new series on disney plus i mean this this is one of those things where it's like yes i don't care what that subscription is for the next cycle just keep going, dude. Don't even you don't even need to ask me. Just hey, by the way, we renewed your subscription. Hey, of course you did. Cause you got Obi-Wan Kenobi coming. You've got Miss Marvel. And that She-Hulk trailer you just dropped. Looks fun. I'm I'm all about it. The She-Hawk trailer is like, see, I feel like Marvel is talking directly to me. Marvel Studios is like, hey, you wanted to see this, didn't you? And I go, yes. This is this right here is what I'm thinking of She-Hawk. Show should look like. We even got her and Hulk in action. No more slings, so he's like doing his thing again. It's like this right here. No need to gum up the works. Just, just do what we want. And I feel like Marvel Studios should just put that on their bumper sticker. Like Kevin Feige should just have a hat that says Marvel Studios. We deliver what you want. And DC should rock rock hats to say DC. Who cares what you want? (laughs) Who cares what you want? Batman. Okay. But yeah. What do you think of the like, She-Hulk if, trailer?
1: I, I I mean, like, I, I, I saw it, and I was like, man, this, is, this looks like a fun show. It's like, it had comedy. It looked like, you know, hey, we're taking this. It's like, we're taking She-Hulk like she's not a joke. It looks like, but she's She-Hulk. And it's like, hey, she's not. We're going to have her, like, kind of smart Hulk versus, you know, kind of getting there. We're, we're going to bring Abomination back because our stuff, we will find ways for stuff we like, we will bring it back. And it, again, it was just like, wow, this is looking like it's going to be a fun show. Like, And that's going to be after um, the Marvels. And I'm like, wow, you guys really do know how to keep my subscription going. I mean, even like I, I laugh kind of at Netflix. I'm like, wow, Netflix, you guys might want to start taking a, a page out of Disney's. Like, release something every month. Not, hey, we dropped uh I mean, hey, Love is Blind's done Hey, uh, what am I going to watch next? I
0: don't know Got a new um, season of The Circle Okay, cool And they're starting to release them right. in, in in spurts now Which is good But I don't know, man I kind of feel like If they just release new episodes of stuff every week It's better than dropping 12 at a time I'm starting to feel like that
1: Yeah, I think I
0: mean, It was funny Because I think
1: they did that Initially with that rap sh- uh, The rap contest show With Cardi B and everybody's like oh no that's a horrible idea but it's like nah you kind of have to make me want to come watch your show every, your, turn on Netflix every week on a Friday and then I might watch a movie that I've watched 50 times but at least it's not alright circle circle alright what am I watching I right, watch that watch that
0: alright I'm just gonna turn it on TV or go to sleep like that
1: Yeah, I feel like it's gotten, gotten a lot easier to turn
0: to Netflix off lately
1: I think, I mean, Marvel's, Marvel really is like, hey, that She-Hulk, you're going to want to see this. You're going to watch this Kenobi thing. Oh, did you see all the interviews we have Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor? Yeah, we got them all. Bring it, bring it. You're going to. You're coming in. You're not leaving us. And You'll we know mean... that. Like, we're like, yeah, you got us. And,
0: and we're cool. Yeah, so we're going to get a Daredevil series. And that's great. I mean
1: but Did you also notice That uh Christian Ritter And uh Michael Coulter Just happened to be Hanging out This week Happened to go on Instagram Like hey Look who I ran into It's like Oh no no What happened What happened here? Like Christian Ritter And uh Michael Coulter Just happened to have A picture up Uh This week Them like hey I love this guy It's like Uh You do know We're trending That there's some Other stuff about uh Charlie Cox Um his show uh this happened to, this week just happened to have you guys just happen to be hanging out this week I'm like huh? Oh. i don't know if i heard that evil was uh renewed on cbs it's like oh, <laughs> interesting uh
0: yeah maybe to do some research on that yeah
1: like i mean every i mean it's like we all know it's like if you guys are gonna you don't even need to the funny thing is like that uh, Defenderverse or somebody called it. it's like they don't have to reboot anything they just need to go to a new storyline it's just like that storyline's done Echo is which we know is getting a TV show has Kingpin and she's gonna be working with Kingpin Vincent D'Onofrio but the Defenders can do whatever they want and if you don't like how uh, Luke Cage in well we can end that in one episode and get back to whatever we want them to do
0: like, I feel like Marvel was the quarterback of the undefeated high school team and they brought enough money to get the whole gym refurbished um, and then went on to college on a full ride also put the team to national exposure then went to the NFL and had a hall of fame career in seven seasons and then went on to become a doctor that cured cancer in dc is a kid that's stealing from their parents hanging out with the the, the druggies and cheating on exams it's the eight-year senior at high school kind of scaring by because the teachers don't want to deal with them anymore and then goes on to find some uh bitcoin and like oh look we made a bunch of money and it's like mm, but what are you doing That's good That's helping anybody else really hmm? it's like dc is a is a instagram model the warranty's coming due soon and it's not doing anything for anybody sometimes it looks good but really we're about to see that shot with no makeup and it's about to be bad
1: <laughs> once our new filter law comes in weekend you're going be seeing uh well, we're, you're going to be see the morning crust And I don't think nobody wants to see that <laughs>
0: Ain't nobody got no nothing called,
1: That's called the Batman
0: 2 and the Joker 2 <laughs> the, the filter's off The filter's off Alright well it's that time Of the week dear brother Who's your nominee for Dummy of the Week
1: Alright um, I'm going to keep it uh, My Dummy of the Week oddly Is for somebody doing something I thought That would have made sense years ago Okay. My dummy of the week is actually Miss Carmen Electra. All right. Is everybody else from Laura Pippen and Larsa Pippen and everybody else that's gotten in on the OnlyFans thing? I'm sure, I am mean, former Baywatch uh, Carmen Electra, that's that's money asking to be made. It's like, you no, know, everybody wants to see what you're up to. So not making that extra money doing whatever. Now you decided you're going on OnlyFans. It makes perfect business sense. So
0: her not doing that. During the pandemic Actually makes her My dummy of the week Alright My dummy of the week In a rarity In the last few years Is Um Disney Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy She told Vanity Fair That the company Has learned never To recast Iconic Star Wars characters Following the flop That was solo A Star Wars story Now
1: Hello I'm gonna
0: go first So (laughs) <laughs> the problem with Solo was not Alden Emmer's performance. He was fine. I mean, who is Harrison Ford at his uh, at his most iconic Han Solo? Nobody. And I don't think that, oh, he can't do it. He can't do Harrison Ford it is not a criticism of him. Star Wars flopped because people were pissed off at Star Wars. They were like, y'all suck. Y'all can't do anything right. This, this uh, Last Jedi... Sucks. Force Awakens, the last Jedi? Wrong. It's Force Awakens, the last Jedi of foolishness. And people weren't happy, or at least half the fan base. Let's say that. They were not pleased with that film at all. You're gonna kill off Luke Skywalker? Word be? Well, we're not gonna see whatever your next movie is. It could have been Yoda, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Luke Skywalker, Mace Windu as Force Ghost fighting against to Super Sith. We're not here for it like there was I mean it was no there were no buys and Solo paid the price for it because I feel like people who watch Solo don't hate Solo they're actually like yo can we get another one I remember seeing Solo 2 trending because people wanted to see another one and it wasn't just like two people like yo let's let's do it people like Solo who saw it and I think it was just a backlash of the sequel trilogy midway through its Whatever it was doing that hurt Solo, and and when you kill off characters like they did with the sequel trilogy that people like, what are you gonna do? So yeah, that's clearly n- number one. My dummy of the week on that one. You have some thoughts? I, w- I was
1: gonna say that's that's like Kathleen. Uh, you didn't read the room on that one. Like that's that's really not what everybody was saying. It's like they were, like you said, they wanted to air something Star Wars after the Last Jedi, and Solo was the vehicle for it. It's not. I mean, I don't. I mean, it's funny. It's like people who watch the movie don't say, "Oh, it sucks." It's like they don't even talk about truly that movie as bad as they talked about the prequel trilogy. Like there was vitriol, like, oh gosh, this is ruining my childhood, blah blah blah, the CGI is horrible. Oh, wow. I can't believe you know, he blah, said blah,
0: blah. sand gets everywhere.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, right. the dialogue's cringe. I'm like, seriously? The dialogue in Star Wars has always been cringy. You want some great masterpiece writing, go talk to Martin Scorsese. But, it's then like, but everyone's like, oh, like, did you hate Star- Solo? No, well, you know, the, uh, Like, you didn't watch it, did you? No, but I did watch Return. I I watched The Last Jedi, and man, somebody was taking that one. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I mean, like, that's like, they were probably reviews of Solo out before, like, if you ever go on Amazon, where you see a product hasn't even been released, it's in prequel, like, pre-order stage, that was the reviews for Solo. It was ready to go. Like, oh, you got a movie out? Bam. Copy and paste. This movie is trash. Bleed. Like, they had no chance. It's like to say, Oh, we're not gonna cast any more of our legendary characters. Like did anyone say Aldrin Aldrick was sick? It was horrible. Because I play Battlefront um uh, two and I see a whole lot of people rocking
0: old uh young Han Solo. So it's not that they hate him. Uh, also right, I, I have a question. Um yes? would Obi Wan Kenobi be considered an iconic character? I Wan pretty good. If you let's say this, if you would put
1: anybody beside um Ewan McGregor in there, yeah, it would have it would have buried that because it's like you guys can't do anything right. I mean, I'm just saying, he,
0: if if Kathleen is going, that's the lesson we learned from solo, how can you say that when you have Ewan McGregor, who's been a great Obi Wan Kenobi, and his show is about to come out, and he is reprising the role of of a beloved, iconic character. I mean, it, But, it, it, you know, a funny thing is,
1: like I've, like, I've been listening to a lot of these um, videos and stuff. Even McGregor was like, man, it actually hurt how bad everybody was talking about us during the prequel, because we really enjoyed it. And it's like, but now it's good to see that you guys actually enjoyed the movie. It's like, uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. now it's very much like, I got you all okay. again.
0: Hey, listen, I, yeah. I will... Be firmly on all the records That I was not a prequel hater I continue to, to spread the Good word about how good those movies were And how great they were And and all that So I'm, I'm a staunch Prequel defender And even more so After I watched Clone Wars all the way through So I had a, had a Great enjoyment of the prequels And then Clone Wars took it to a whole other level Where I'm like, no, nah, you gotta watch all of it I don't care how much time you need, just watch it all Yeah yeah. So, that's that. Well, bro, yeah, that that that's uh, we are a bit a day delayed as we had a happy event last night, but thank you for coming in and I feel like there's going to be a lot more stuff from DC that I can continue to praise show the hope. so show the hope. Show, show, show the hope. Right, I go.
1: hope it's turning like because it's in camera, it's in reverse because there's <laughs> no
0: <laughs> I'll flip it around just for you. All right, bro. Shot. Wait, before we go, the Flash. I want to say this on record. The Flash really should have just made Blackest Night their crossover event this season. Yay? Nay? We'll just
1: act. They should have done a crossover event.
0: Yeah, Blackest Night should have been Flash's self-contained instead of an instead of Armageddon. Armageddon was just like, hey. But Blackest Night really could have just been, hey, let's bring back dead characters and have them as ghosts fighting Flash and whoever else we can get to come back. That would have been fun. I feel like I'm, we could have done
1: that. I mean, because, like, half the people came back for Legends 100th episode, you and half of them are dead. So you could have had Rip Hunter, Captain Cold, um,
0: yeah. uh, Firestorm. I just felt I was um, like, man... You know, just having one character and then they're like, and they're bringing back all these civilian characters who are dead. I'm like, who cares? Yeah, it's like, let's let's add, a, let's add a
1: folks from Super, uh, Supergirl come in because that shows dead. It's like, it's so
0: sad. So <laughs> sad. Just... So sad. But what's not sad is that we're going to be doing this again next week, bro. Shot. Thank you as always for rolling with me. Thank you all out there for watching and listening. This episode of Lost Movie Files has been filed.